0: Video podcast featuring tunes and stories from the world of traditional music and fiddling. I'm Megan Beller, and today I'll be bringing you a setting of the Kilmovie jig from a session at the Art House Bar in Baltimore, Maryland. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. Today I'm going to be talking about playing in tune. Just a little topic for the fiddle. This is for you if you are have recently taken your tapes off, if you had something on your fingerboard, or if you notice that you play out of tune. I play out of tune sometimes. I don't usually notice when it's happening, but I will sometimes hear a recording of myself, even on this podcast, and think, oh, I was playing out of tune. (laughs) I hope that it's comforting to you that... For me, after playing violin and fiddle for 38 years with a degree in violin performance and, uh, you know, 20 years of teaching, I still play out of tune. Tuning is connected to what you're hearing and what you're noticing about what you're hearing and then what's happening with your left hand on the string. So there's two different issues there. (laughs) it's a little easier to fix issues that are happening just with your hand. So there's sort of three parts of your hand. There's just where your hand is on the fingerboard. And then there's getting your finger spacing and finger placement correct. And finally, there's the micro adjustments. (laughs) That's the one we're all still having fun with all these years later. Fixing your hand is easy. I call out to my kids. I, I just, one of my kids was just practicing, and I just called out, fix your hand, because they weren't listening to what was happening on their instrument, and their hand was literally just in the wrong place. They don't have tapes on. So they got their hand in the right place, then it sounded fine. <laughs> so make sure your hand's in the right place. That's an easy fix. Getting the finger spacing right. This is a second year problem. Oh my goodness. People play their first year, they still have tapes on, they're playing a lot of A major, a lot of high twos, and then suddenly you're in the world of (laughs) high twos and low twos, and your two needs to move around all the time. It can be a big issue with tuning. You'll really want to make sure that your fingers are working independently, only one at a time. If you're Every time you play a three, you're blocking your fingers down. Your two's just automatically going to that high two spot. Oh, you're gonna have problems. So, you need your fingers to be working independently. You need to make sure you understand what you're playing, what key you're in. And I would say, and this comes a little bit from my music education background. I studied music learning theory in college. Music learning theory is really big on hearing the roots and the chords and the patterns. I think knowing the chords, which is basically hearing the chords, playing the chords, or playing the bass line, is very helpful in developing the instinct to put your two in the right place. (laughs) And that connects to the third level of tuning. (laughs) Even once your hand's in the right place and you're getting your finger spacing basically right, we all put our fingers slightly in the wrong place sometimes, and you're going to have to make micro adjustments. On the hearing side of this, you can work on it by practicing with a drone or in unison with someone or with accompaniment. I did them in the wrong order, but it's kind of easiest to get it exactly in tune in unison and then you can go from there to working with a drone and from there to working with accompaniment with like chords the highest level would be playing with with nothing else and and that's that's tricky to stay in tune like that on the other side out of your head out of your ears and into your hand you need your hand to be unlocked on the string in order to make those micro adjustments. So if you're gripping the neck, if your fingers are really heavy um, and locked down on the string, you won't be able to to react to what you're hearing. So those are things you can work on. Um, stopping sliding your thumb back and forth on the neck, uh, swinging your elbow back and forth, make sure your arm is unlocked, shaking your hand out, try not to grip the neck so much. That will actually help your tuning because your fingers will be able to react to what you're hearing. All of this is (laughs) challenging, and I would say possibly the most challenging is just paying attention to what you're playing and what you're hearing around you. I mean, that's when I'm playing out of tune, it's because I wasn't paying attention. I find that my students pay a lot more attention to what they're playing when they're not looking at music and reading. I mean, it's one less sense that you're using. So, you wanna have music that you can play without reading it off the sheet. So, you're playing it from memory. You're already gonna be listening in a different way, listening closer with a lot more awareness of your tuning. This one's maybe not as common, but when I work on improvisation with kids and adults, I find that their tuning improves. I got this from Alice Kanak. When you're making up your music, you're listening to it in a different way. You're not just recreating something that someone's given you. You're listening to it, hmm, as it's being created and you're kind of evaluating whether you like it or not. Well, that goes for the tune, but it also goes for the tuning. So when my students are improvising, their tuning tends to be a lot better. I'll do a podcast on how I ease people into (laughs) improvising and composing. I think it's really useful, but even if you're just messing around on your fiddle, making up some stuff that you think sounds good, you may find that that has a beneficial effect for your tuning and playing in tune. Good luck. It's a big project. Moving on. Our tune today is the Killmovie. This is a jig that was popularized by a player named Dermot Grogan. Dermot Grogan was a flute player and button accordion player from County Mayo in Ireland. And so some people call this tune Dermot Grogan's, but it is, I believe, a traditional Irish tune. Dermot was born and raised in the town Derry Tavrain in Kilkenny in County Mayo and learned whistle and flute from his father who was a musician. He also played the accordion. He was a button-up accordion player. And as an adult, he moved to England and then in New York, and he was a very well-respected musician. Sadly, in the early aughts, he had a very serious cancer diagnosis, but was actually able to move back to Ireland, reconnect with some friends, and play music there in the last couple years of his life. He passed away at the age of 48, This tune I found on the session. You can look for it there. I will put my transcription on my website, my blog, and it's also recorded on Brendan Callahan's CD, Where I Am, so you can check it out there. Okay, here we go. for listening. You can head over to fiddlestudio.com to find sheet music for this tune and more information about becoming a member of Fiddle Studio. I'll be back next time with another tune for you. Have a wonderful day.